and welcome to the Utter Madness podcast with me, Chrissy, And me, Sophie. This week, we're going to try and talk about the topic of feminism. Um, and I know you're probably thinking, oh, yay, feminism, that's great. I'm go. really going to be enthralled by this topic of conversation. But actually, we it is so important and I know there is so much stigma around it, but it's something that everybody needs to be educated on and really everybody needs to be on board with because otherwise we're just going to go backwards. Um, But there is types of feminism that aren't okay, like with everything else. There's a a spectrum. Um, But to be honest, I don't count those people as feminists. I'm just going to say, give you the dictionary definition of feminism, which is the advocacy of women's rights on the ground of the equality of the sexes. So from that, obviously, it's quite plain that it's just equality. And I know it's, it says advocacy of women's rights, but you do have to remember that the reason it's advocacy of women's rights, not men's rights, is because women do not have as many rights as men. And yeah, or at least they definitely didn't in the past. They were the ones that were oppressed. Exactly. So it's working women to be the same as men, not, you know, it's that way round, not women being better than men, because that is not what we're fighting for. So... There is, as Chrissy said, there is a lot of stigma around feminism. And I think a lot of it comes from the kind of radical feminists, which I think 80s or 90s, I want to say, sort of started to become not so much about equality, but about men hating. Mm. And they they were effectively misandrists. Which, um, and, and because of that, I think feminism got quite a bad name. Because it felt like it was women trying to take over the world rather than people trying to fight for equal rights. And also, it doesn't help that um, we live in a, a... I've said this before, but we live in an age where the internet is a thing. And um, yeah. you go on YouTube and you type in feminism and the first thing that's going to come up is an extreme feminist who yeah. is shaming men because that's what gets the most views because it's so insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so people see that as the name of feminism. But actually, feminism helps not only women, but it does help everybody else too. Because equality is something that everybody should have, not just women. Um, And I mean, for me personally, my feminism includes trying to get toxic masculinity um, under control and... um, helping with the rights of transgender people and just it, it it doesn't exclude anybody yeah and i think there is definitely something to be considered about no longer calling it feminism i think that was one of the things that somebody put in and in a way because now we have so many gender identities and it is not just about getting women's rights anymore it's about more than that i th- i i don't know i 
I wouldn't be opposed to calling it, you know, just gender equality. Yeah, me neither. I think it would take away from the um, the hate around the subject, particularly from from youth. I think more than anything, because yeah. everyone nowadays is so um, well. A lot of people are so much more liberal um, and open to helping. But also, like, so so we looked up um, ways in which feminism helps men. And interestingly, there were some really good points about how um, men got more rights in the law and certain cases were looked at more thoroughly. Um, But a lot of it was just like, men benefit from feminism. They get better sex. We were like, what? The only the only thing men can get from feminism is sex. Uh, no, and it also gave us the impression like, is the only thing that men can get from women sex? Yeah, is that the only thing we're useful for? Yeah, by saying that, (laughs) like we're going back to the eighteen hundreds where it was like women were men's property. Yeah, I don't think that's what men do get from feminism. I think even if you look at like sort of the econ- the economic side like having women in kind of working and has had a massive impact and definitely benefited the economy so it's not like it's not like sex is the only thing you can get from it yeah and i mean another thing that kind of came out of that article for me was that the only way that we're going to convince men or anybody that's not a woman to be a feminist is by saying you're going to have better sex. And it's like... Which I would say is slightly insulting to men. (laughs) Exactly. I'd like to believe that they have more intelligence than that. (laughs) And just, like, more... That they value more than just getting sex from someone. And we know they do, because there are so many, you know, examples of that. But it's it's the whole thing, again, of what we're shown compared to what what is real so on the media it's always all about the rape cases and the male murderers or whatever um and i mean it's if you flip it on its head with the women it's always about women flaunting their themselves rather than just you know going about their day normally um no i think that's i think that's a really interesting point because it is always whatever female celebrities do it's always they're flaunting or they're showing off or they're exposing and it's like no they're just wearing clothes and walking to the shops (laughs) yeah it shouldn't that is shouldn't be how we portray women in the media but because it is it then becomes a circle of oh well that's just what women do Mm. it's quite damaging that's why feminism is needed because we need we're I mean, everybody needs to stick together. But, you know, you 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 hear all this stuff about how women need to stick together. And I think that's so true. Like, if, if women can do, men and women, everybody can do whatever they want. They can dress what, how they like, um, et cetera, et cetera, as long as they're not hurting other people. Um, but in the media or just, just in general... If you're a woman slagging off another woman, <laughs> ask I mean, yourself you why. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, 
that person you could you could say like oh you're just like dressing up for men blah 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 but how do you know do you really think that's the case and it's the thing of again not assuming um and not thinking of the wor- the worst of people which is very easy i am i am uh good at being a cynic <laughs> um and also just like not judging people like not not worrying so much about what everybody else is doing mm. and not going oh well, i'm judging them because they're wearing a tank top i'm judging them because they're wearing really short shorts like just let let people live their lives mm. in terms of gender inequality um we asked you guys on instagram to give us some feedback about any controversial opinions you had about feminism and a lot of what came up was about double standards we had one example say um that when men comment on a female's body it's seen as really rude or horrible and sexualized and then when women do it to men it's just fine to objectify them like um i got sent a link to a youtube video of two celebrities um in an two female celebrities in an interview with a man who was wearing a suit he was completely covered up but they were like oh hot guy um you look like you work out here come over barbie come and see this guy you can get married like and that is if you like i hadn't really thought about this but if you flip it on its head it would be outrageous but yeah, the man the man just sits there and accepts it whereas if it was a woman they would probably put up a fight yeah or at least the media would afterwards there would definitely be a whole other backlash i know and you can look at any interviews and this mm. is so true or even like individually if you're like in your personal lives when you're in a group it's a, it's seen as acceptable for girls to go oh yeah that guy's really hot but if a guy says that everyone judges him mm. and also um, with sorry Soph carry on and I think it's I, I guess there's two kind of you can either go okay well it's okay for everyone to do it like it doesn't you can yeah you can just objectify and sexualize people or you can say actually no we need to look deeper than that mm. for a what you value in a person or at least keep it to yourself yeah and i think there's nothing wrong with saying yeah i think that guy or girl is good looking but there's like there is a line Mm. of objectification and and valuing only that in them yeah i mean i remember i was in the summer i was with somebody and we were like gonna go to this person's house this guy's house who i didn't know but he texted the person I was with and was like, is the person you're with fit? I was, And I was like, um, well, personally, I think <laughs> I am. But if you're going to, if you're going to decide whether or not I can come to your house, whether Based by, whether if I'm fit. fit, like, no, fuck off. I'm not coming to your house. <laughs> also, come up with a better adjective. Come on. Yeah, literally. Fit is like, like, the, oh, she's fit. He's fit. fit. Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? Fit is supposed to be something about like your health, health. and your exercise Physical, regime. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But on the on the whole topic of um, double standards, something I get asked a lot when I'm like when I tell people I'm a feminist, a lot of mainly boys come back saying, "Oh, well, if you're a feminist, I'm a manist," and well, you can't hit a woman. Um, 
Wait, what was I going to say? <laughs> you can't hit a woman, but is it okay to then hit a man? I was like, well, uh, it's not really okay to hit anybody. To anybody, yeah. <laughs> so, and I read this thing where I, about this example, and it's like, if your first thought about feminism is violence... Like, what does that say I, about you? Are you okay? <laughs> Do you yeah. need to go to someone, you know? Yeah. And um, I think there is something about the whole the whole thing around chivalry and whether that's acceptable. And so I know when the, there was an incident where the rugby team at school were playing against uh, a team that had girls in the side. And the boys afterwards were like, yeah, we felt really uncomfortable trying to tackle them because we didn't want to hurt them. And I can see that. But equally, I would find that quite insulting mm. because if you're if you're putting yourself out there and saying, yeah, I want to play rugby and you're training and you're good enough to be in a boy's side, I think to then have them turn around and say, no, we don't think you, we think. And I know they're not saying we think you're weak, mm. but that ends up being how it comes across. Yes. I went, <laughs> I went through a phase in like year seven when I was first discovering feminism and I was obsessed with Emma Watson and like, I was like really looking into all the movements. I mean, she's awesome. She's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> but I remember I was at school and a boy was like holding the door open for me. And I was like, no, shut the door. I can open the door by myself. <laughs> and at that point I had to like take a step back. and I was like, whoa, Chrissy, <laughs> what was that all about? Why didn't you just let him open the door for you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think but, there definitely is this culture of like it's not acceptable to accept help from a man because you're trying to prove a point whereas I think we need to get to a place where it's okay for anyone to open it yeah, for anyone exactly also with feminism I don't think anybody ever masters it I think it's something that you learn along the way so there's a, um, a wonderful activist called Jimmy Jamil who's very active on social media um, and she has a whole I Weigh campaign, which is about body image. And um, she says that... What does she say? Um, <laughs> oh, I had it on the tip of my tongue, and then I saw a bird outside the window. Okay, we're definitely keeping this in. So, Jamila Jamil... She calls herself um, a feminist in training um, or a feminist in the making um, because she acknowledges the fact that people get things wrong and sometimes they do good, bad things and it's like, uh-oh, what have you done? But then they can realise their mistake and they can move on and they can change and adapt. And that is how we, that is how we move forward, isn't it? By just learning from your mistakes. So yeah. nobody can expect all feminists to be 100% right and correct all the time and not offend anyone because everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. On the topic of offence, I think there is the flip side of it, which is that sometimes feminists tend to get offended by really, really little things. Mm. And sometimes sometimes the things they get offended by, by are justifiable. And then sometimes... It's like, okay, take a step back. What are the are, are these people actually trying to be anti women or are they just living their lives? And I think that's another reason why feminism has quite a lot of stigma, is because 
some women tend to overreact to to things. Yes. Which or I, just I people in general, not just women. No, no, but I think the stigma is around women doing that. Mm. And I, as in, I know I've definitely done that where I've been like, oh, you're being such a misogynist and actually they're not. Mm. You kind of read into it what you will, really. Yeah. Um, but then there's also the, I mean, mo- moving on from that, there's also the thing about not not all feminists are women. You don't have to yeah. be a woman to be a feminist. You don't have to be anybody. You know, there's no particular gender that you have to assign yourself to in order to be a feminist. That's the whole point. Like, we need to build everybody on board. And as you've already said, Sophie, I think changing the name of feminism would be beneficial for that. But also, it could be... I think changing the name of feminism would then go against everything that we've already fought for. Yeah. But I think, I think, like, we need progress. And if that's going to bring progress, because nowadays it is more about everybody being equal rather than just getting women equal, then that's what we need to do. I don't think it should matter what the name is. No. Because it's It's not not about about that. It's about what we're fighting for, and that's equality between all genders. Mm. And so whatever it's called, it's still the same thing yeah there's the whole thing about if somebody says that they want to be they they agree with the fact that there should be equal rights but then they don't call themselves a feminist um i mean if it was a man doing that it kind of gives him a bad name he he would think it would give him a bad name but then he's also feminist yeah but then he's also saying that because of that he allows women to express their opinions but in a nice, polite way, with a smile, rather than, yeah, which is like, rather than, great. you know, because so, sometimes they believe in the way that they want to, mm. and there is an extent to that. Like there is a point where you have to stop. Obviously, if it's violent, um, I, I really or, don't, I don't think that's the way forward no. in mo- the majority of cases. Even though that's how we got the vote, but kind of, yeah, we glossed over that. <laughs> yeah, that was extreme because we had no rights. Yeah. Um, so I kind of understand that. Um, so one of the responses we had to our Instagram thing was around cam, which is a thing that's been circulating on TikTok, I think. Um, Probably called I, I looked it up earlier i think it's on tiktok that basically is stands for kill all men which i'm just gonna put out there i think is terrible and <laughs> we really yeah. shouldn't be circulating this and it's a load of rubbish but equally the as in like people on social media have quite a lot of influence and so this is now going around and mm. I, I think we need to deal with it yeah i think if these people who are supporting cam call themselves feminists they're not feminists i'm really sorry but they're not feminists and it's hard to get over that it's hard to get over the like thought of feminism being this horrible thing when there are people like this doing this and calling themselves feminists and doing it in the name of women 
because that's not what it is about. No, and it's just it's it's making us go backwards in terms of pro- progress because it's going it's making people think oh no well I don't want to support feminism now because that's what they're doing and I rather we didn't kill all men <laughs> exactly so on the going back to the double standards thing i'm sure most of you will know there's been a whole thing i i don't know how recent it is quite recent with johnny depp and amber heard where he sued her for basically abusing him and there was recordings of him saying no of her of her saying that she was hitting him and uh, she got acquitted. She mm. got off, she got away with it because she was a woman. And I am 100% certain that if it was the other way around, he would be in prison. Yeah, he would be. And I think I think that's really wrong. And I think that's something we need to deal with in our justice system because abuse is abuse. Like, no matter who it is. Mm. And it shouldn't... It. Uh, the only reason that, you know... Women can be fucking dangerous. Yeah. And we're strong. I mean, even though even though I wouldn't go around walking in the dark feeling scared of a woman, it's still you know, female harassment still happens and it does slip under the radar because people are like, eh, it's a woman. You're fine. Yeah. Um But it is something that I agree, Sophie, we need to address. But uh, that's quite a big thing, and I'll get my re- letter writing to the PM. Wait, the PM? Yeah, that's Bojo. Well, PM, MP. Oh, yeah, get that one. Write to Bojo. Write to Bojo, he probably won't reply. Probably not. I think he's probably got his hands full at the moment. Yeah, just a bit. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about porn. Um, <laughs> okay. Thanks <laughs> yourselves. Um, so, we were looking into like the waves of feminism earlier. And second wave feminism was kind of about porn and how we should be like, no, women shouldn't be in porn because it um, promotes violence. Promotes violence. That um, wasn't all they were about, but no, no. there was quite a big part of it. But... Um, porn is I think it comes back under the thing of you can do what you want as long as you're not hurting other people and as long as you're not under the control of other people but I think it's really important that people don't I mean it is very degrading and there's a lot of for both for male and both for female Um, and it makes I I would be I think there is more that is degrading to women. Out yeah. there. there is there is some stuff that's the other way around. And it's more that it gets in the psyche of people of people who watch it, it it slowly changes the way you see it and you suddenly think, Okay, well this is just how sex works. This is I force women to do what I want. They whatever, I'm going to details. But <laughs> like and and we're feeling because I, I def particularly kind of younger boys watch porn from a really early age, and mm-hmm. so f- are filling their heads with, "This is how sex works. This is how you're allowed to treat women." Yeah, and I think 
yes, there is a sense of, well, you should be allowed to do what you want. You're not hurting anybody. But I think it is hurting people. Mm. Yeah. And so I think, there sh- I, I think there should be way more regulation over it. I mean, what I meant with that is that if women want to be in part, a part of porn, that they can be. Yeah. If they yeah, want definitely. to. Um, that's their decision and it, it, it shouldn't be up to anybody else. And the same with, like... Um, the stigma around stay-at-home mums. We kind of talked about this in the Stereotypes podcast, but how how people often don't think stay-at-home mums are feminists because they they stay at home and, and they do the traditional yeah. gender role. Um, yeah, and I, I think we shouldn't degrade those... I mean, for one thing, being a parent is flipping hard. Like, it's... Yeah, it's difficult. And we shouldn't say oh well that's just a, a, a less valuable thing to do because it's absolutely not it's really important mm. and if and that again it's going back to that's your choice if you want to do that you shouldn't be shamed for wanting to stay at home with your kids mm. and I guess in the school environment um there's definitely a difference in the way that um girls and boys are treated I mean I know at our school Sophie in the in the houses um, somebody came up with this in the comments, but it kind of it made a lot of sense that the bo- the boys are given a lot more lenience in their houses towards being disobedient, um, and the girls breaking things, for example. Yeah, and the girls have a lot stricter rules. I mean, with phones and yeah. um, just just little really pernickety things, um, but that kind of that culture of. I think it happens in a lot, most places, but that culture of letting boys from a young age believe that they can get away with stuff probably it just feeds into them doing it again and yeah. doing worse things. Mm. And I think also it's kind of insulting to men to say, well, we don't expect you to behave as well as women. Mm. I think we shouldn't, there's this whole thing of, oh, well, boys will be boys and we'll just, you know. I don't think we should excuse that kind of behaviour if we wouldn't excuse it for women. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I mean, in terms of school, there is the thing of girls ma- biologically mature faster mm. than boys, which is why they sometimes behave better. Yeah, but to be fair, not always. No, not always at all. Um, but that that just it just feeds the culture of... of yeah. Letting people get away with things that they shouldn't be allowed to get away with. <laughs> Wait, what were we talking about? Um feminism. <laughs> so another thing that we were asked about was the pay gap which I think the moment is the thing that gets the most media with regard to feminism. Mm. There's always stuff about men and women not being paid equally. And I I think it's definitely better than it used to be. But I think for people who would say, oh, no, well, we don't need feminism anymore. I think there is definitely, particularly in kind of media roles and celebrities, um, but also in kind of other other institutions, there is definitely a men and women get paid differently mm. and it's not it's not just um about the payment it's about the employment 
and how yeah. how much of a chance women have. So with all the like um, the journos and the, the editing publishing companies um, <clears throat> that post the tabloid mags, I mean, I don't know, but I've heard a lot about how it's a lot harder for women to get up to that job, to the high part where they have control over what goes in and out of the thing. And then that, then account, that then, I mean, having a man at the top might change the way that we uh, see celebrities and people. And then that changes the name of feminism. So, if you know, women, it's not just about the pay, it's about the opportunities. Um, yeah. And I think if you go in, obviously I haven't been into very many, but if you look at any kind of boardroom executives, CEOs of any company, the majority will be men. Mm-hmm. There will maybe be one or two women. And... That comes back to the patriarchy. Yes, it does. And it's not... Some people will be like, oh, well, it's just because women don't want management roles or they don't... Well, they're not good enough. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I get told a lot. I think that's wrong. (laughs) Same. I'm just going to say it. As in, I... That's... Not all women want management roles, but not all men want management roles. And actually, it's nothing... I don't think it has anything to do with your gender. Mm. to do with your character and your personality but it's because the men are in those higher roles in the first place that women might not have the opportunity yeah which is really sad but it's something that i think we're working to change and there are so many ambitious women and um Mm. i think and i think it's the awareness of it that is that is what's gonna really help it because i know in one of the Nordic countries, I can't remember which one it is, I want to say Norway but I might be wrong but basically they elected a female uh, prime minister and uh, her whole cabinet is is women really? Yeah. her whole cabinet her whole cabinet is interesting, I wouldn't say that I'd say you need a balance yeah, I don't agree with that I I think it's it's interesting it'll be interesting to see how the country works. I did see a thing about the coronavirus pandemic and how all the countries that are um, all the countries that are okay, or not okay, but um, did well in the pandemic all the leaders Mm. are women. For example, New Zealand. Yeah. And it is is Norway and Norway and I can't remember who else it was, but yeah. Which is interesting. Germany, wasn't it as well? Yeah, and I, I, I think that's possibly something to be said about the way male politicians mm. function, and there's definitely a and male-dominated politics, a sense of masculine. You have to sort of and testosterone. You have to bulldoze mm. your way through, and if you take advice, if you um, seem weak in any way, then you're a t- bad, terrible politician and a terrible leader, which is just not how leadership is supposed to work. Yeah, and that so, comes. Yeah. That comes back down to toxic masculinity, which mm. I think we might have to do a whole separate podcast on um, yeah. because it's a massive topic. Um, but yeah, politics and male-dominated careers are there's you can definitely see the 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 traits that run through them and the kind of pattern of action that is taken. <laughs> Thank you.
So this week we did actually get a question for the podcast, which is very exciting. It's our first question. Because um, you need to send in more questions. Please send in more questions. Um, because we blabber on and we need yeah. something. And we go off on tangents. Yeah, if you may have noticed. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> the question this week was, um, as most of you will be aware, Kamala Harris is the new Vice President of the United States of America. And the question was, how do you think feminism will change because of having a woman as vice president? Sophie, please, can you kick us off? Um, I mean, I think it's amazing. I think particularly as she's also a woman of colour, I think obviously that's not feminism, but in terms of equal rights and uh, representation, I think that's really important. Um, and yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how much feminism is going to change as a whole. I think it's, it is still one thing, but I think it, it's a step in the right direction. And it's, I think it's going to inspire a generation of young women, mm. I think. And that will be, that will have a massive impact. Yeah, that's what my answer would be. That it would be, sorry. that would encourage, no, no, don't be sorry. Just that it would encourage more people to go into politics and take mm. that step. Um, more women, young women, um, which is what we need, because as we've just said, a lot of it is male dominated. Yeah. Okay, so last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was, we set a challenge that was to do something that you love every day that just has no pressure and it's you're just doing it because you want to. And I have taken up a new hobby and I have started knitting. Now, Yes, I sound like a grandma, but it's so much fun. It's like the most satisfying thing. So I knitted a little jumper for my teddy bear because his jumper was falling apart and because it's like 17 years old. Um, and then I also knitted a hat and now I'm knitting a Slytherin scarf because I've always wanted one, but I couldn't bring myself to buy one because it's so flipping expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's my thing. That's great. Very relaxing. Well, what about you? Um, something that I've done every day that I love is just reading because um, I, I I read a lot, but sometimes I just don't have the time or I'll only read like one page and that like sends me to sleep in the night because that's when I read. But I've t- taken like five minutes at break times during school um, just to like read my book. And actually, Sophie gave me a really, really good book for my birthday. I'm going to I'm going to tell you it's called The Time Traveller's Wife. By Aud- or by Audrey Niffenegger, and um, oh, it was so good! I literally got through it in the, like two days. Um, Everyone should read it. It's yeah, amazing. It is really, really good. It did confuse me because time travel is a bit confusing, but uh, yeah, I got it's, over it's that pretty quickly. Um, oh, it's so clever. But yeah, so clever. That was a very good book. Okay, so. This week's challenge, we want you to start a conversation about feminism in your family. Or with Just your friends. Kind of with, or with your friends, although that's more difficult at the moment because... Yeah, like or texting not seeing or anyone. Um, yes, that's true. Yeah, text. Mm. Um, but yeah, just to sort of kind of do what we're doing is just like discuss it and... and see how you really feel it about it. Yeah, I put it out in the open and see what kind of your family or friends think and... And just start those kind of communication about it. Mm. Yeah. 
just that would just add a little bit more awareness into the world and the community yeah that okay thank you all very much for listening um to this week's podcast next week we will hopefully have another one sending out to you um please get in contact with us at um on our email which is uttermadnesspodcast at gmail.com or private message us on instagram um at uttermadness underscore we'd love to hear from you my breath to see whether you're going to get that right every time i know it did take me a while i was shaking my leg and i was looking at the birds trying not to get distracted um but turns out i got it right (laughs) thank you everyone thank you Bye. bye